All right, folks, welcome back to Carolina Conservatives. We are Preachers with a Punch. We are so glad to have you join us once again for another exciting episode. And boy, do we have an exciting topic for you today. But it's a topic that has also got some somberness to it. It is uh, something that we have been dealing with in this nation for a long time and that it's also being used against us. But we welcome you here today. My name is Dr. Nathan Street. I'm Pastor Alan Mashburn. Thank you for joining us here, Carolina Conservatives. Preachers with a Punch. And what we're discussing today is gun violence and gun control. Our hearts go out to every family involved, especially uh, those who are suffering and grieving uh, from the massacre that occurred this past week in Texas. And of course, the political pundits have taken this opportunity almost immediately Mm, to promote their cause uh, for gun control. So mm-hmm. that's the topic today, and I trust that you'll stay tuned, share the video, share the podcast, because this is important. So the, the, the media, the legacy media, and CNN and, the, and MSNBC and those folks, it's almost it's right on cue anymore that they come out and they are, they've got it all lined up, almost the stories ready to go, ready to print, ready to put on television, that it is time for us to take everybody's guns. We're going to cut down guns. We're not going to do the AR. And then here comes President Biden with his, his cutesy little comment that he likes to make about deer and Kevlar vests running through the, running through the forest. You know, he, you know, as far as I'm concerned, the man probably thinks that he sees deer and Kevlar vest all the time everywhere he goes, you know. But he's, but you know, this is this is just par for the course for these people. That's what they do. They want to take guns away from people that are law-abiding citizens. The the we have criminals, Pastor, because they're criminals. They don't follow the law. So if they create more laws, what do these people think are going to happen? That they're going to automatically decide to follow the law? Well, they cannot have a submissive society as long as there's a Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. Now, let's start at the very onset. Yes, we stand for life. We stand for life. In fact, one comment was made by one of the uh, political pundits the other day to a Republican who is a staunch defender of uh, life in the womb and out said, you will stand for embryos, but you won't stand for the lives of children. (laughs) Listen, I don't want any leftist agenda or leftist Democrat lecturing me on life. You do not care about life. In fact, to you, these are just another bunch of dead kids Mm -hmm. because you don't stand for life. If you don't care about life in the womb, you're not going to care about life anywhere else. And for you to get on television, and I watched the live video of Amy Klobuchar and all the other uh, Kirsten Gildebrand from uh, New York get on there, and it's almost immediate, like that, that rally was planned immediately or pre-planned with their neat little signs from Kinko's uh, that got printed just like that. Uh, get up and stand, and there was no grief. There no. was no sorrow. No. There was only uh, madness, anger, and immediately when they stepped away from the podium, they were giddy. Yeah. They were happy. They were just there for show. That's all it is. This is an opportunity. These 19 children, which there may be more now, and two teachers, and then what also happened in Brooklyn as well, 
These folks are just political vehicles for the leftists to use as an opportunity to push their agenda one more time and try to shove it down our throats. We're not going to stand by. And you got folks like Beto O'Rourke used it as an opportunity to go and to fight against and to make a scene, a sickening scene in front of the governor with those parents there trying to get every piece of information that they could, every detail about their children who had just been mindlessly slaughtered. And Beto O'Rourke uses it as an opportunity to do some political grandstanding. These people should be shunned from a polite society. They should be shunned and they should be ignored and never allowed to speak in public again because they only have one agenda and it's themselves. They want to get themselves over and they want to get control Mm-hmm. over our nation. Absolutely. And and I saw that Beto, Bado, idiot, whatever, <laughs> get up and, and, and do that. And the mayor of that town pretty much told him oh, what yeah. he thought. Sure did. But um, any anyone that's going to take this as a political uh, moment to push your agenda, you should be ashamed of yourself. In fact, you should leave the country. It's just completely uh, ludicrous and um, unkind, erroneous, unwise, and every other word I can think of. It's just uh, completely stupid. But yeah, but here's the funny thing about it all. It's not really funny, but it's ironic, I think, is that they jump on stuff like this. 19 children. Tragic. It's terrible. But how many children and how many people have been shot in Chicago already this year? We've got a, we've got a very serious problem with people who – with hatred – with a spirit of, of hatred that is running rampant in this country, a spirit of division that is running rampant in this country. And you've got people like these politicians, these leftist politicians, who want to exacerbate that spirit of division, who want to make it even worse, so that if you keep everything in chaos, then they can con- keep you in, you in control and keep you in check through that chaos. Why do we not have these politicians who are standing up and saying 50 people were were gunned down, all of whom were African-American, were gunned down in Chicago this weekend. Why are we not standing up, which, by the way, guns are, are illegal in Chicago. The strongest gun laws in the country in are the country. in Chicago and New York. And they still we've got the, this violence that is being perpetrated on innocent people and these gang wars that are happening in Chicago and in New York where they're pushing people in front of subways. Folks, we've got a violence problem, and it has nothing to do with whether there's guns or not. We've always had guns. There's not a law that restricts guns that is going to cause gun violence to go down. We've got to address mental health, and we've got to address the spirit of violence and division that is plaguing our country. Absolutely. Absolutely. And leftist agenda folks and the, the Democrats, you own this. Yes. Because you promoted this. You have nothing but uh, your agenda seeks to destroy the nuclear family, and you want to cause and increase and even ignore mental illness. You want to capitalize on the, the, the incidents themselves. And that is completely wrong, un American, and is completely immoral. So, Let's, let's address something else. Let's address the spiritual issue. Yes. You have promoted in our television, in Hollywood, and across our nation, you have promoted sin. You have promoted children being in front of screens, being in front of 
videos that do nothing but kill, 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 kill. Look in the eyes Mm -hmm. of these shooters. Mm Mm-hmm. These are not normal children. These are not normal teenagers. These are not normal adults. What do I mean by that? I mean there's a mental issue going on. Obviously, there's demonic activity on the yes. background. Yes. But let me tell you something. You own this. Yes. Because you are the one who is feeding this to the filth, uh, through the filth in our country. You have no morals. You have no backbone except for what you want in this country. And we're sick of it. Yes. These dead children can be laid at your feet. Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, uh, Joe Biden, these dead children can be laid at your feet. AOC, uh, Ilhan Omar, you folks that are keep pushing this. And look, there's no wonder why we have a mental mental health issue. When you can when you can t- just put on a pair of panties and decide that you're going to be a woman today, and then and you're the one who then if you say anything about that, you're the one that is is castigated, and you're the one that is said that you're crazy and that you're evil and that you're wrong for telling someone that they can't be a woman when they're actually a man, regardless of what's in his or her pants. You got it, it doesn't matter to you. You can be whatever you want to be. Is it any surprise that we have children growing up with mental health issues thinking that they can that they're playing in some video game when they're really doing acting out something in real life? Absolutely. Again, you own this. Transgenderism in this country is a mental illness fueled by demonic activity through the mind. Satan attacks the mind and you feed it. And let me tell you how you feed that. You, there is a, a study that's just been put out, and I can reference this and send it to anyone who asks. There's a study that's just been put out that there's 1.4 million adults, or yeah, adults in the United States of America that identify as transgender. Now, that is less than 0.5% of the population of this country. Listen to me. This is not prevalent. This is not something that is major. This is something that you are using as a tool to destroy the nuclear family, to break apart the fibers of this country, and we're sick and tired of your delusional poison of this well of our country. To quote someone on your side, Amanda Gorman, who is a poet and an activist for racism and and, uh, the leftist agenda, it takes a monster to kill children. But to watch monsters kill children again and again and do nothing isn't just insanity, it's inhumanity. I could not agree more. And let me tell you something. Do not lecture me on life because you do not stand for life. You rejoice when infanticide is promoted in the city of New York and the state of New York. You rejoice in it. And we don't believe one word that you say out of your forked tongue mouth. Exactly. You are nothing but spitting poison every time you open your mouth you are a, you are looking for an opportunity to end life you think that we are overpopulated as yep. it is and so this is just a little this these are just less children that we're going to have to worry about later on you only carry up care about the political opportunities that this brings you so that you can possibly cut down on on the the guns that we have in this nation listen the second amendment of the constitution says that we have the the right to bear arms and this right shall not be infringed period you can't infringe that upon that right 
And no matter what happens, you can't do anything about it. The government has no role in this. The only role that the government might have is to get out of the way and let the church be the church and let the church stand up again. And some of you pastors out there who are afraid to take these topics on because you're afraid to lose people and lose parishioners out of your church, it's time that you stood up and start taking on this, taking on the role again of what God has called you to be, to be a leader in your community and stand up and say, no more. We're not going to stand by and let you politicize an issue that has a that has a spiritual root system to it. It is time for us as the spiritual, as the spiritual guardians of our communities to stand up and say something about the spiritual nature and to, to deal with the sin that is happening right in our own backyards, right in our own in our own congregations. Absolutely. And I don't know what it's going to take to get pastors more involved into the community. The word of God is invasive yes. and it is abrupt. It is abrasive. And so preach the word. It's what changes lives. It's what crushes the heart. It's what brings conviction. We must be doing that. Get off the golf course and stop piddling around and start preaching the word. Some of us, well, let me say it like this. Some of you would have said to David, oh, you just need to pray. Don't make a scene Mm -hmm. when he was approached by Goliath and he hollered out, is there not a cause? There is a cause. If God tells you to slay some giants, you need to go slay some giants. Absolutely. But think about this. These are the very same people who are screaming, defund the police. Yes. These are the same people who says, let the cartels run, run wild on the border. Mm -hmm. You're telling me that you care about a shooting incident when you could care less about America? Right. You want to destroy the fiber as it is, and you keep turning uh, uh, turning loose these violent criminals back out on the streets. You're opposed to having police officers in schools. Many schools don't even have cameras that work, Guilford County Schools. Right. You don't even have stu- uh, student resource officers, deputies available. Every one of these ludicrous people who stand up and claim that they're all for all this gun violence, you have public paid security protecting you and they have guns. If you don't like guns, give up those guns. I guarantee you won't have them then. You won't feel that way then because our children, we can spend $50 million, $54 million billion and send it over to Ukraine to what? Start a security aid program. For their nation. What about our nation? What about our children? Stand up and resign. Go home if you don't love this country, if you don't love America. There's too much blood being shed by our veterans, by those who gave their life on the battlefields for this garbage to go on. I'm sick and tired of it. Yeah, Nancy Pelosi, you and your and your formaldehyde-laced face, you know, and that your and your crazy eyebrows that you like to pencil on way up halfway up your forehead. Get your hind in out from behind your four gated community walls and get out in San Francisco and see all the garbage. And the and the crime that's been happening in your own city, and the police that's been defunded there in your own city. You got needles laying in the streets of people who are taking drugs and that are being violent right in your own backyard. And you don't want to do anything about it because you've got this Marie Antoinette idea that oh, it's not me. Let them eat cake as long as I get to stay in power and I get to stay a millionaire and go to my twenty thousand dollars Sub Zero uh, refrigerator and eat my eight dollar bar of ice cream. 
that other hum, uh, other uh, other humans out there are not uh, normal humans are not able to afford, but you can yep. get your hind end out there and start looking and seeing. And folks, stop voting for these people who are doing nothing but getting high on the hog and that are that are just enriching themselves and are just are doing tut 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 to us for while they're sitting in their high and mighty ivory towers. Republicans or Democrats, either one. You got Richard Burr, who all he likes to do is sit up there and get rich uh, off of his insider trading deals, you know. And so, you, so it doesn't matter whether it's Democrats or Republicans. If they've been in Washington too long, it's time to send their hind ends out and start electing godly people, people who know what it's like to be to hold blue collar jobs. Pastors who know what it's like to, to preach the gospel every day and who live the gospel every day and look at their lives. See where they've come from. Elect those people who are going to uphold the Bible first and the Constitution second. You got me ready wanting to run for office. I'm about ready to <laughs> announce for something. How about you? Oh, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Not today. But um, what he said, I echo. Let's, get, let's uh, switch uh, tunes just a moment. Let's talk about the heart issue. Hmm. See, guns is not the issue. Right. In fact, if you look at the violence that is caused in America, you'll see that guns is on the way down hmm. in the list. Even knives appear before gun violence. Yes. But that uh, wouldn't protect the elite from the populace if they took our knives. Mm -hmm. Uh, they want to take our weaponry. And the argument is always, well, the Democrats will say, or the, and the leftists will say, well, you love your guns more than you do children. Hogwash. I keep my guns to protect my children. That's right. And I keep my guns to protect my family from people like you yes. who would seek to kill, steal, and destroy. Now, here's the hard issue. Politicians never want to deal with the problem. They want to create a problem so that they can create a solution. Mm -hmm. And so the problem is created by the guns, but they fail to realize that the essence, the beginning rather, the genesis of that problem is the heart, is the mind. Uh, the heart is a spiritual battle. It's a spiritual warfare. And right now, Washington and our state capitals is prime location for demonic activity because they do not care about honoring God. In fact, they're a godless society. Now, let's flip that in just a moment. Let's talk about gun violence and the fact that the problem is never addressed. Mm -hmm. You mentioned mental illness. Mm -hmm. Mental illness is never addressed. Never. Republicans in the Senate, some of them introduced a bill just yesterday. Just yesterday. About yep. uh, gun sa about uh, school safety. Mm -hmm. It was struck down immediately by Chuck Schumer. Yep. Why? Because it dealt with the problem protecting our kids. It didn't go along with the agenda. See, the agenda is taking the guns away from the populace. That's right. And that will cause us to become a submissive uh, populace because we have no way to defend ourselves. But they want to put a Band-Aid on everything. They want to call, you know, if you're fat, it's the spoons problem. <laughs> if uh, you have... Um, if you have issues with a hairbrush, it's because you're bald. Um, you know, stupid things like that. The gun is not the issue. 
It is what we're educating and putting in the minds of our children. You've sought nothing for decades but to destroy the nuclear family. You have sought to exit God from everything in mentality. And by the way, when we had prayer and Bible reading in schools, we didn't have guns. Mm -hmm. When I was in school, and I would dare say when you as well, we had uh, high school students who would bring their rifles mm -hmm. in their trucks they were locked and secured because after school they were going hunting. No one ever exited out there and got the rifle and done anything. Why? Because they were trusted with it. There was a different time, a different mentality, a different teaching. But then you got involved and America went to pot. Yeah. And we've got we've got uh, major issues too with some of our school districts. Uh, I know that for the, for years, Guilford County Schools really battled with, are we going to keep SROs in the schools? They wanted to get rid of them. Amos Quick was one when he was on the board, and he's one of our state uh, representatives now. Uh, who, uh, you know, I, folks, this is, these are people who need to be voted out of office, by the way. But Amos Quick was one, Dina Hayes is another one, that was often against keeping SROs in the school because of some perceived and made up racial issue that maybe the SROs targeted African American kids more than anybody else. It's a bunch of baloney. It is made up so that they can push their own agendas and enrich themselves and get themselves in power. But now we've got this issue and uh, of a lot of Republicans are calling for this on on uh, on the conservative side of arming teachers now, because schools are sitting ducks. Pastor, I've seen it. We the way that we have built school buildings for many years is we've got multiple buildings on one campus that you can't monitor. You can't successfully monitor multiple buildings on one campus with multiple entry and exit points. The way they should have been building schools for, for years now is keep everything within the same walls and build up. That's one what they should be doing. Point. One entry point, one exit point. That's the way it should be. <clears throat> but now we're talking about arming teachers. Now, I am all for keeping our schools safe. I do question, though, I do question arming our teachers because we have some loony lefty teachers in our schools who think that it's okay to groom kids and tell them about their sexual practices on the weekends and are you know they've got these multicolored hairs they've got a face that looked like they fell face first in a tackle box and they get on TikTok and they talk about how they're talking to their kids about non-binary and cisgender and whatever that there is now I'm a little those are some folks who have some mental issues themselves. So if we're going to keep guns out of the hands of people who have mental issues, mm -hmm. I question putting guns in the in the hands of some of these crazy loony fied lefty teachers who think that it's okay to do this stuff. I'm going to go on record and saying I don't support teachers with guns and I'm going to tell you why. It's nothing to do with teachers. Teachers need well, I agree with totally with what you mm -hmm. said. Mm -hmm. Uh the the reason why I say that teachers need to worry about teaching. They don't need to worry about having to keep up with a firearm, especially around children. Right. Anything can happen. Accidents happen. And we want to limit that. We want to minimize that as much as possible. We're the greatest nation in the world. Yes. We have the greatest, well, we used to have the greatest economy uh, <laughs> before, anyway. Uh, before bumbling Biden got Before that. 
My point is this. There's no reason why we cannot have resource officers, deputy sheriffs. We have the money. We just need to allocate it and use it correctly. I'm all for what you just said. Everything needs to be structured, and, and every school being built from here forward needs to have one access point, one exit point. It needs to be uh, have uh, guards. If our politicians have guards, then my soul, our children should. Yes. And uh, we need to have that. But teachers should not have to worry about that. They need to teach. Mm-hmm. They need to spend time with that uh, with that child and on all their students on a regular basis. So, no, I'm, I'm totally against that. But uh, I am all for giving more money toward school safety. Mm-hmm. And that needs to happen. And we need to have those officers trained. We need to have them trained on a regular basis of how to deal with an active shooter. We need cameras on our school campuses that yes. work. And we need people who, that is all they do every day is watch those cameras. And we need to have those cameras on and workable and backed up to a server. Yes, And that needs to be done. We are paying for that. Everything should be in place in this country to provide the safety of our children. The problem is the people that are in office and they treat it as a career and they're in their 40 and 50, 30 years and they're just making money off your backs. Send them home, fire them. And if uh, you're voting against them every time and you're wondering how they still get elected, start an investigation, demand one, say, demand hey, it. why are these people getting elected every time? Exactly. And, folks, look, I, I'm, I am – here's another component to this that I, I have always been a proponent for. If you serve our country in, in military, that you should be – you should be taken care of for the rest of your life. You've given your life to this country to serve it. Mm-hmm. I have always felt like that you should always be protected and be, t- be be taken care of. You should want for nothing. So we've got a lot of veterans out there who are struggling to make ends meet in a lot of cases. And those veterans, I think, could would be willing to and would be wonderful to, when they finish their service to their country, Let's hire them to come in and protect our schools. Let's put them in charge of safety. They've been here to make us safe as a nation. Mm -hmm. Let's put them in charge of making our children safe and let them patrol our schools. And I think that that would be something that would be beautiful for us to pay for as a community to ensure that our schools are safe. And again, we go back to this issue that Another problem that we have with our schools is because there's too much centralized control. You've got people who are too disconnected to what's actually happening on the ground who are in charge of the schools. These superintendents rarely set foot in the schools. These school board members rarely set foot in schools. It's time for them to realize to to go into those schools and actually spend some time in the classroom to walk those campuses to see the magnetic locks that are not really working, to see those cameras that have not even been turned on to see those issues where they've we've got multiple entry points these old windows that are easy that you just push in and you can get in the window that have been there for 50 60 years where we'd rather spend money in our school districts rather spend the money than fixing our windows and our doors and updating our schools we'd rather spend that money on crt and on on gender studies and things like that spend millions of 
dollars on that the than innovation the innovation project. The innovation project, those sorts of things, we want to spend that money rather than ensuring our children are safe and educated. Absolutely. Winding down, what can we do? What can we advise parents to do? You've been in education all your life. Yeah. Give us give us a rundown of what what we could as voters and parents can do. So as parents, we're not going I'm just going to be honest with you. We're not going to see this change. We're going to see this continue to devolve. So one thing that you can do as a parent is ensure that your children sets the screen down. Get them outside. Get them some vitamin D. We've got some some serious issues with vitamin D deficit, which affects the brain. Vitamin B, vitamin A, all of this stuff, our children are just being latchkey kids. They're being left alone, left to their own devices. Give them a cell phone. Let them be indoctrinated through that cell phone. Let them be completely brainwashed and changed. Play in these violent video games. Letting them do that. Watch, let them watch movies and cartoons cartoons that are violent that are teaching them all manner of of evil and then they go to school and it just gets worse because then they get indoctrinated by teachers who are teaching them that they can be and do whatever they want to be and do even if it's something crazy Absolutely. they can do that so I would say this, to get them away from those screens, monitor what your children are watching and consuming every day, know what your teachers are teaching in the school, go and make sure that you know what the curriculum is that is being presented at your school, walk your school campus. You've got a right as a parent to be inside that school as many times as you want to be. Go in that school campus, check out the doors, check out the windows, make sure that it is safe yourself, ask what the safety plan is. If you're not satisfied with it, take it to the central office, take it to your local government, and make sure that you are happy with what's going on there. And if all else fails, folks, take them out. Take, them, take your kids out of the public school, yep. put them in private school, homeschool them, because then you know that you can protect them and keep them safe. Because it is, we, we're waxing worse and worse in this day. The Bible told us that it would, yep. that good would be called evil and evil good. And things were going to get worse, and we're going to see it. So we need to be prepared for it. And when it comes down to it, you look out for your family. Yes. You look out for your children. You do what's best for them. And if that means taking them out of the public school system and homeschooling them or putting them in a private school, you do what's best for your family because God has entrusted your home with those children. And I don't know of a greater calling than being a parent who has the opportunity to train and mold the next generation. Yeah. Folks, we don't have nowhere else to go. No. We don't have anywhere else in the world to go. We have to fight for this country. Yes. We have to fight the good fight in this spiritual battle and warfare. And so I trust that you are enlisting into this. The greatest thing you can do to make America great again is not just boot. The greatest thing you can do... That to make America great again is do what made her great to start with. Attend church. Yes. Bible reading, prayer. Train your children in the way they should go. And when they're old, they'll not depart from it. Yes. We're suffering the consequences of a broken nuclear family that has been away from God. I'm not sure, certain, and I'm not a naysayer, I'm not certain that we'll ever recoup from where we are. But we can certainly start a brand new page in the right direction. I trust you agree. 
Thank you for joining us. I'm Pastor Alan Mashburn. And I'm Dr. Nathan Street. And I want to just say that you need to, we would love for you to, uh, to sponsor this program. If you like what we're doing here, yeah. we want you to be a part of this. We thank Carolina Conservatives Network for joining with us. Check us out on Facebook, on all our major platforms at carolinaconservatives.com. We want you to join with us. Help us to get this word out. Help us to revolutionize our nation for God and to ensure that the Bible is still the foundation and stays the foundation of what we are as a nation. God bless you. I'm Dr. Nathan Street, and we will see you again soon. God bless you.